guys, I'm Heather Miracle with Sugar Cookie Marketing. One of these days I'll be able to say that without slurring it. You are more than welcome to say SCM group. I think I might just have to switch that. Anyways, I'm here with my twin sister, Corey. No, it's not the same person talking twice, Corey. No, uh, but we do. Heather does make appointments for me, so we do sound pretty similar. Um, but yeah, we're twin sisters and we have been running the Sugar Cookie Marketing, the SCM group on Facebook, where we talk about all things marketing as they relate to selling baked goods. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people can't always log into Facebook, so we decided to switch over to a podcast. Corey, do you want to break down a little bit about they'll find in this podcast? Okay, guys, I know that when I am baking or decorating cookies or um, making whatever is out there, uh, I love to listen to podcasts. And I can't always, my hands are dirty with flour, so I can't always get on my phone to see what's happening in the group. Um, so I thought, hey, let's have this podcast where we just bring some of the information, some of those hot topics from the group and discuss them together between Heather and I and um, allow you guys to be able to get sugar cookie marketing um, through your ears versus Mm. through your eyes. If you didn't believe that we had nails on a chalkboard voices, you'll also understand that we're not only professional speed talkers. I'm working on Mm. this. We Mm. have been in the digital marketing space. I have been for over 10 years and Corey and I started an agency Dare I say five years ago now? Mm-hmm. Time flies when you're having fun. It flies. So we've moved over to a Facebook group where we have, like Corey said, a lot of people who come in asking questions from branding and logos all the way to websites and Facebook reach and engagement, Instagram, and dare I say TikTok. I've taken a class. I'll be bringing that to a podcast <laughs> near you. It's not the same watching hearing me twerk. The video really <laughs> It's just it really, you guys got to witness that one for yourselves. <laughs> so the way that we kind of wanted to run this podcast is kind of a quick intro, talk about, spend about 15 minutes on the subject matter, some focus each week. Um, and then we want to set up a voicemail and I'll talk about that in a second, then recap some group stuff that we have going on and then hype up next week's podcast. Mm, so love it. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Corey has to love it. What's her idea? (laughs) So with the subject matter this week, Corey, what have you brought to the table today? Okay, I see this asked a lot in the group, and I think it's honestly a great question. It's something if you are new to your business that you should be asking. So I wanted to jump us off on our podcast number one, talking about Facebook pages versus Facebook groups and which one should you be using for your home business? That's a great question. I see people often say, hey, I see a lot of people have groups. Did I make a mistake when I created the Facebook page? Should I have only made a group? Do I have to run both? Am I posting the same content in each? It seems mm-hmm. like a lot of work. I'm confused. What do? So I'm going to I'm gonna be a spoiler. Can I do a spoiler alert? Get, just spoil it. <laughs> both are great. Oh, great. <laughs> so we have to do both. Okay. Yeah. So what are the benefits to, well, let's start. What are the benefits to me having a page? And keep it layman's terms. I will keep it layman. The benefits to a Facebook page are um, uh, people who don't know you, say if people move to the area and they're looking for a service that you provide, uh, they can find you because Facebook has its own search algorithm. Uh, So if someone types in Tasty Treats, uh, Heather's Bakery could pop up there and I could be your new client and I had never met you before. Mm. Um, So that is honestly great. Groups can populate as well, but unlike that, um, with a page, I don't actually have to ask to join it. Uh, mm. I can just like follow the page um, and stay up to date with your your newest happenings and what you're baking for the week. Um, you can run ads. That's a you great have one. to have a page though. You can't run it with a group. Ask us. So we run the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. There is no way for us to run an ad to get you to the group directly. We'd have to either pipe you through a page or through a website, which is a lot more work. So right. that is a benefit to having a Facebook page is creating that ease of access for ads through, is it still called Ads Manager? 
it, it is. Good job. <laughs> it changes every other week. It does. Um, so I, explain to us what a cold audience is and how it relates to me and my Facebook page. Okay. So a cold audience, basically it's a marketing term that we use. You have cold audience, warm audience, and your hot audience, people that are buying from you currently. A cold audience is someone out there who fits your target demographic. The, you know, they're the, the right age. They're looking for exactly what you're selling, um, but they've never heard of you before. So they're as cold as cold can be. Um, after they figure out who you are, they turn into your warm audience. But a cold audience is just someone who fits what you're targeting, doesn't quite know that you're out there yet. So in the relation to my family, if my mom was my hot audience, my cousins were my warm audience, my brother-in-law's parents, other kids would be my cold audience. Uh, that's the best family tree analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> and none of them I want to see around Christmas time, right? <laughs> exactly. So now, back to the request to join. I know that Facebook is doing away with the follower liked kind of dynamic, but we'll talk about that later. But you can still have the ability to follow a page. And what happens when I follow a page? Well, then you get into their, technically, if you want to call it a warm audience, but they are now able to see um, your posts. Um, they fall into that reach category. They're not guaranteed, guaranteed to see it, but they do have the opportunity to see it when you make a post to the page. Great. So that's the difference between... Um, me having to knock on a door versus me allowing myself in. I'm opening the door myself. And that's what we see with Facebook pages is I can let myself in with a group you allow me in. But I don't want to say groups have their benefits as well. It better be. The yeah, sugar cookie marketing group. <laughs> True. Um, the great thing about groups is say if a uh, cold audience comes to you, they buy from you. Now they're a part of your warm audience and you want to make sure that you keep them in the fold. Um, you can invite them to your private group. A lot of people call them VIPs, um, very important bakers. It's whatever you want to call it, but that creates that um, loyalty, the brand loyalty that we know and love because it always ends in sales. Um, They'll be a part of your group. They'll get first access to everything. If you have a pre-sale going on, um, if you have a pop-up, they're going to find out about it first. And that is how you can bring those people who are just finding out about you into a more loyal, rewarding space like a group. That's a great one. So would you recommend, if you only had time to run one, mm, which would it question. be? So that is a great question. Um, because of the benefits right now that you get with a Facebook page, my heart will always choose a Facebook page because I want to tell you that Heather and I, to fill our cookie classes, use Facebook ads almost exclusively um, in addition to email marketing. And that's what gets buns in those seats. Um, but it Buns in those ovens. <laughs> buns in the oven. I couldn't quite do that if I had a group necessarily. Um, so that's why I would suggest a page for us if I had to choose one just from that data perspective. And Another great point is Instagram integration. Exactly. So you can have that Instagram now. You can kind of cross post if you wanted to. Um, you have a farther reach with your hard work. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes groups end up being dead groups. You know, what do I post today? Oh, life got busy. I forgot to post. And then it is really hard to resurrect a dead group. The defibrillator is a lot <laughs> of time and work. attention. Um, so having a group and letting it die, I would say it would be working against you a little bit um, but if you could focus number one on a Facebook page and then have that um, Facebook group in your back pocket and you could dedicate the time to both of them I think you could really have a recipe for success okay so definitely to pages groups if you can manage it if you can cultivate that I think a lot of people don't understand completely that Facebook pages operate off of engagement 
and so do groups. Mm -hmm. So that more engaging content, I know we post about memes in the group and I love me a good meme, but that's the kind of content that uh, involves that conversation. And that conversation is engagement. Every time somebody comments, likes, shares, you're allowing that post to reach more feeds. And that's what we focus a lot in Sugar Cookie Marketing Group is to how to get that post to reach as many people as possible because that's taking your proverbial dollar, which is time in this case, and stretching it the farthest it can go. So let me ask you a question there, dear sister. Would you say that a business owner needs to share different content to both their group or their page, or could it possibly be the same content? It could only be the same content if it were timed at different times. So if I released a, here's my pre-sale, but I'm telling you guys first, and then I waited a couple days to release it to the general public, i.e. my Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I would like maybe the environment in my group to be a little bit more personable. I think a little bit more like goofy, goofy. Yeah, here's Here's my kids, here's my dog. Hey, guys, what do you guys think I should do for my Mm -hmm. pre-sales? And I think the page should be here's a result of what my group and I came up with. And we want to create within groups a community. Um, yeah, and, like a, a loyalty, like uh-huh. they get first access, right. um, that, almost making them want to be a part of the group. If they're getting that same exact content on your page, um, what's the point of joining the group? Right. If it's either joining that. one or the other, which is not necessarily what we want. We don't want to split our audience right. because if that group goes the way of the dodo, then we, we've lost that um, communication to that person who would right. be a buyer. So I'm going to say that, yeah, if you could have your group be a my close friends and have your page be like my fans fans yeah and usually pages have more of a following than a group does which makes sense it's technically i'm going to use this bug word um a funnel uh your facebook page funnels people did you to... say bug word i said buzzword oh, <laughs> it's new marketing terminology <laughs> <A> bug word. <laughs> okay we're bringing okay. in the bug word. well okay. we're changing it from a buzz to bug <laughs> Um, but it, a funnel is what means just um, taking one audience and funneling them into, you know, a warmer space. One where you kind of have that personal relationship where, you know, you guys have this inside joke. Hey, beads are our inside joke in the group. Uh, you're not going to have me see him posting about it on my business page because people won't understand it. Right. Uh, that's a great point. And I think a good thing Corey brings up is when you bring up the word funnel, it's an, uh, an ever-decreasing audience. So the funnel starts off real wide. That's everybody and their mother. As you go to the next phase, okay, we're bringing them into my group. You're going to lose some of those Facebook page followers. As we go into the buying process, okay, not everyone's ready to buy. And as we go to the click here to order, we have a very small group of people, but that is what we need, and that's and what we cultivate. people falling out of your funnel isn't a bad thing. Yes. A lot of people are like, oh, no, it's getting smaller. <laughs> but that's not bad because not everyone is ready to buy. So you need those people to fall off that are tire kickers that are just wasting your time, and you need the ones that are ready to purchase something from you to scoot on through the funnel. Um, and that is a smaller percentage of the people that enter the funnel, and that's okay. That's what funnels are for. Yeah, um, if, you know, I say... Well, that's a good point. Is Corey used to sell cars prior to getting into mm. into social media I feel greasy just so. thinking about it. <laughs> if you need to buy a car, she probably has a great deal for you. But that's a great point. It's not everyone's there to buy a BMW, but you need that one buyer to buy that car. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's great. So we have the pages and the groups dynamic. 
from the, not a lot of people have uh, created a group yet, but there's a lot of pretty neat tools within a group that Facebook doesn't allow the rest of Facebook to use, such as post formatting. I think you can use polls in groups still. That was taken Again, away from true. pages. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook lives are really well rewarded in groups. There's things like rooms where you can have breakout rooms where members of your group can get together in a kind of Facebook live true. dynamic. And then they changed units to guides, a little bit better um, wording there, yeah. um, to really, to help help people that come to the group who are just new to really be able to dive in deep um, and see what you guys are all about. That's a great point. And another thing that pages offer is messaging, the ability for automated mm -hmm. messages. And that's a great way to funnel people. You know, you're not working 24-7, even though I know it Isn't feels it like that. Isn't it crazy the amount of people that want cookies at 1 in the morning? I think that's when the craving truly hits. <laughs> I think it does. Um, but with that, with the messaging options, you have the choice for an away message um, that kind of gives the information right when they're ready to buy. At one in the morning when your eyes are closed, you are dead asleep getting that beauty rest, um, you could be making a sale by utilizing what you can with a Facebook page. So if you're absolutely new to your business, you're absolutely new to Facebook, if I could create a little task list for you, I know we have about two minutes left on this topic, I'd go and create a Facebook page today. Even if you're not completely ready, even if you're not selling yet, get that up there, get it set up. Um, the optimization is real simple, but I know Corey and I were creating a class on it, but again, it's something you could walk through yourself. Mm -hmm. Then as you start to post that content, hey, just create that group. You don't have to necessarily be active in it yet, but you can just get ready to be. And whichever one turns out to be your biggest sales driver, that's where you need to put your attention. Um, but don't neglect one for the other. You don't want someone, a cold audience person, to find your Facebook page and, you know, it's just ghost and cobwebs on there. Nothing says, don't <laughs> buy from me, like my last post was made in 2020. Exactly. So if you, say if your group is providing the sales that you need to be successful, just, you know post your page once a week uh, to keep it active. Make sure that you're responding to those reviews and those comments on there, but you can put the majority of your time and focus into your group if that's where your sales are. Vice versa, hey, you, people aren't really buying from your group. I wouldn't necessarily let it go to a dead group, but put that time and energy into your Facebook page and grow that outward facing um, audience. Yeah, just keep a maintenance on the one that's not the primary traffic driver. And by traffic driver, we mean dollar driver. And lastly, you don't have to have either or. If you're like, hey, I just think I can be successful with a group. I don't have enough time. I have a million kids. Um, I, you know, I work a full-time job. Put your focus in one if that's what you can handle. You don't have to have a platform. You don't have to have a business on each platform. It's whatever is making the most sales for you, whatever's that driver, um, and whatever you could be successful with your time at. Yeah. And the last thing, I know that people, when they say uh, Facebook pages and Facebook groups, I'm willing to do both, but what should I name them? Should they be the same name? Mm. I think they should be similar, Exactly. but there needs to be a delineator that says, this is a Facebook group and this is a Facebook page. What we did for ours is we put sugar cookie marketing parentheses group. For your baking business, I'd maybe consider VIP or elite or insider, something that says, hey, these people are getting what they get from me a little sooner than the average guy. So explain from a marketing strategy, I know I'm going over the time here, why wouldn't you name it something totally different than your page? Because when we think of search, so we think of every everything in terms of how our end user is going to access it. If Corey had her page, Corey Miracle, and she had her group called I'm the Best Twin, Odds are, if I'm searching for her page or group, I'm going to type in Corey Miracle. Mm -hmm. The thing is, 
I'm the best twin doesn't pull in the words Corey or Miracle. So I would recommend Corey's page to be Corey Miracle page and her group to be Corey Miracle I'm the best twin. That way when I search Corey Miracle, I'm hit with both. There you go. That is the marketing magic behind naming things. Okay, guys, that kind of wraps that one up. So now I want to talk about what we're working on. Obviously, we have no voicemail since this is podcast <laughs> number one. No. no one has called us. <laughs> so we're borrowing this from a couple of podcasts that Corey and I really like. Um, basically giving the microphone back over to you guys. So we set up a voicemail number. You guys can call in and you can cover a myriad of topics. I'm going to say the number now and I'm going to say it again at the end but it's a 571 number. We are based in Virginia. So it's 571-556-5644. And again, 571-556-5644. And I if think you if you just that, hit your phone a bunch of times and hit the five, I think you'd probably call There are call a couple us. of sixes in there. <laughs> you might end up at the thing. So basically what we wanted to do was hand the microphone back over to the people in the group and the podcast and have you guys ask us any of your marketing questions. So what questions fall under questions they can ask. I would say if it was marketing related, I would love to hear it. If it was your marketing win, some Ooh, great things that love happened Love me a to good you. win. Um, if it was tips, you heard something in the last podcast and you'd like to tell somebody else, hey, here's something that worked for me. I would love to hear that in a voicemail. Um, if you're team beads or if you hate beads, this mm. is a time to vent. Get it out of your system. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> I want to know that you hate beads and you don't understand anything about them. Um, and I would love to know if you honestly, um, getting a little bit more serious here for a bit, I would love to know if you chose me as your favorite twin. Or if you chose me you as your favorite twin. Talking, I can yeah, tell. you have no idea. Heather's just saying this is just Heather on this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, basically we want you guys to call in. I do have seven minutes allocated to this section. Um, right now, obviously it's just me and Corey. So Corey, do you have any marketing wins? Actually, how about something better? What was a photography tip you covered this week? A photography tip that I covered this week. Um, I really, a lot of people get so stuck in the part of photography um, of staging. And, you know, I get stuck too. Some days I wake up and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing with my hands. Um, but staging doesn't, you don't necessarily have to deep dive into staging. You can actually take these little baby steps. And that is utilizing the zoom on your phone camera or your um, DSLR uh, because zoom will save you. You do not need a lot of props when you zoom um, because guess what? We're getting really up close and comfortable with our products, whether that be cookies or cakes. Um, so if you're like, hey, this staging thing is driving me bonkers. I'm wasting more time than I am being successful at it. Use the zoom feature. Um, just have good natural lighting and get close to your subject and then you don't need props. And once you have those bases down, um, staging's the next, the next step and I'll walk you through it too. That's a great point. I see some people in the group saying like, hey, I'm not happy with this photo. I'm not sure why, but the, the crop, the we're so far mm -hmm. zoomed out that I get that we're trying to see every cookie, but in actuality, we're not. We just want a focus on a few cookies. Hey, that means you're talented. That means you're probably going to be able to do my daughter's first birthday cookies. I love it. I'm placing an order. The highlight is more of, I want you to see these few specific cookies, but know that I can do many, right? Mm -hmm. And if I, just to add to that too, um, you can get close to a few cookies, then you can swap them out for the for some others in the set. Guess what that does for you? It gives you more content to work with. Um, so you don't just take one set, one photo, and bam, you're now having to look to make more content um, for your Facebook page or group. That's quite the right. I love it. Cry. <laughs> it's quite the buzzword. <laughs> um, it's quite a great point. Is that you y'all trying to make all this content? 
one cookie can provide so much content mm-hmm. that you can drip out over the course of months because, hey, at the end of the day, I think it's around 10% of your Facebook page post reads the audience. Exactly. So if you had 100 people, that means only 10 saw that picture of that bear cookie that you made. We got another 90 to burn through before we yeah. exhausted this photo. I like to get as many. Heather has seen my computer. She knows how many photos I take of a single set. Oh, my goodness. And it's mind-blowing. Um, but what that's doing is because when those cookies leave and go out the door and I have no opportunities with them anymore, I don't regret it. Uh, I have pictures to last us throughout the year. Um, so that is why I enjoy taking as many photos as I can, zooming in, zooming out, changing up the layout, um, because it gives me so much more to work with. Um, future Corey, high fives, present Corey, and it's just a party all the way around. Right. We have another four minutes in this segment of voicemails that's just Corey and I talking to each other. So I'm going to make her bring up, uh, she rang up y'all a deal from a backdrop company. I know backdrops are kind of like the thing. They do save you a lot of headache. Well, I can honestly tell you, I only take photos using backdrops. If you have Mm. ever seen a photo of mine, it has been taken on a backdrop. And the one we found is actually a food safe backdrop. Um, and that is huge, uh, especially when you're dealing with a customer's orders. You don't necessarily want to put it on something that isn't food safe, package up for them and say a prayer on the way out. Um, so this food safe backdrop uh, company has partnered with us um, and it's AE Core backers and you get a 20% off for the next year. So if you need to buy it today, if you're like, hey, I'm saving up for it and you need to buy it in a month, that discount code does not expire, um, which I think is huge uh, because as we get to charging what we're worth, getting more sales, making more money, then we have that finance, financial revenue to invest back into our business. Corey, you mentioned a discount code. What would be the code that they'd need to use? Why, thank you, Heather, for bringing that up. I almost forgot. <laughs> um, it's code SUGARCOOKIES at checkout. Um, we c- and that's plural in all caps? Plural, all caps. I got like you, you're Boo screaming Bear. it. <laughs> She's Heather. Heather's reading my mind here. Uh, so yeah, if you use code Sugar Cookies um, at checkout, you can see the photos that I've used this week are using all of their backdrops. Um, kind of give you an idea. If you have a question about one, feel free to message the page, and we'll definitely absolutely get you an answer. Yeah, there's a lot of great backdrops out there. There's a lot of affordable solutions and stuff. Um, replica surfaces is one that Corey likes a lot however not food safe so now you're looking at now your cookie has to be in a packaging on top of those surfaces Mm -hmm. so having a food safe surface at least in your arsenal kind of gives you more wide open options for how you can photograph your cookies Mm -hmm. but don't sleep on the stuff that you can get at um, where they're going craft stores the paper things like that as long as you're understanding how the food relates to the surface you are good exactly Okay, that brings us up to almost a little ahead of time, our group stuff. Okay. Uh, well, can I well, bring tell up? us what group stuff is. Group stuff is things that happen in the group. Mm, group I like that, that name. <laughs> it's real to the point. It's really to the point. But say, okay, like we have a Facebook Live that's happening, and it's about pop-ups in when you don't have a large following. And that's huge. It, that could benefit so many people. So we're having live next Thursday um, which is March 11th at 7 p.m., and that's a group stuff. Um, other group stuff, what would be another group stuff? Um, right now, well, we had offered probably over a month ago, my apologies, okay. uh, a bunch you, of freebie I exactly coffee. know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, uh, Corey and I had s- sat down and wrote about uh, 12 or 13 pages worth of social media copy regarding different aspects of business from Explain opening. Explain what copy is for the non-marketers mm, out I like there. that well-written text that would go along with your post on social media. Exactly. So the point of copy is to create interest, to create clicks, and to create sales. 
So we created three different versions of copies from things like pre-sales, openings, giveaways, um, classes. What else did we cover? I think um, uh, I think if you're booked, wasn't that one? Booked was another one. Yeah. And there was a couple in there, but for each of those, we have about three different uh, types of copies. Right. So we did one simple, one kind of a little bit more simple alternative, yeah. and then I'm a heavy emoji user, so... I packed that third one in. And if you're like, hey, I don't really like the twins use a million emojis and they have so many puns, this is just to get your creative juices flowing. We want you to put your own spin on it because people are buying from you. Um, They're not buying from the twins. um, But this is our ability to be able to help you guys um, when it comes to captions and to copy. We've written millions and millions of captions and copy at this point. Um, So if anything, if it gets you to think a little differently, then goal is achieved. I like that. And a lot of this is written to customize towards your business. So we left brackets where you would insert your page name, uh, which is, you know, putting the at sign and tagging your page name. Mm-hmm. Okay, Corey, now where would they possibly be able to sign up to get this freebie copy? Thank you for letting me redeem myself from earlier. They she used can, the WWE. I did. Oh, what a sin. Um, they can go to sugarcookiemarketing.com um, and sign up right there at the top. Yeah, it'll be kind of the first place that you can type anything on the website. Um, It does, yes, obviously we are marketers. We are trading your information for copy so that we can send you more valuable information. Mm, Maybe uh, four months from now when Heather finally gets to it. It takes me a while. Corey made me buy all this podcast stuff and it took me a while to figure out. I can't believe that it even turned on today. I know. I'm so impressed. We haven't stopped talking since. Okay, so that wraps up for this podcast setup. So let me run through it one more time. I was also supposed to repeat that phone number. Mm-hmm. It's 571-556-5644. So you can call and leave a voicemail. I promise no one will answer. So you're not going to have to talk to us. It is just a voicemail number. But so to recap, and this is where we kind of want some feedback from you guys. We have our intro. It's about two minutes. Subject matter where we talk about one focus subject is a 15 minutes. Uh, would like to cover voicemails if anyone would like to call in, which please, would be awesome. Otherwise, call in so we're not talking to ourselves. <laughs> Pay my sisters to start calling in. <laughs> True. Um, I'm going to call in with a man voice. <laughs> uh, group stuff. It's about three minutes to just cover some Facebook lives we have or some things that we're, that are going on. And then at the end, hype up the next podcast, which we would know if we had planned one yet. But this is our first one, so we want to get the feedback from you guys to see what we're going to do next week. But to keep these around 30 minutes is what everyone, this summation of everyone, uh, kind of wanted to keep it. So... I think that wraps up our podcast number one. We just came in a few minutes short of our 30-minute mark, but I am not mad at it. Not mad at all. So I really like it. So, guys, again, um, right now we have this pushing out to Spotify. I'm going to be working on Apple Podcasts, and I think a few people requested Google, so probably keep it to those big three. There's nothing else, no other icon or platform that seemed to scream to me that people used it. Um, So if we keep it to those three, I think that will hit a majority of the people in the group. And then we would love to get your guys' feedback. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Thanks for baking it down. Wow. Okay. At least you got out of your (laughs) Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to practice this week. It's going to be better next week. Okay, okay. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Okay.